It looks like the clock is about to strike midnight on this Cinderella story. It's uh, refreshing, yet uh, displeasing to the eye. Somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. In the dying seconds! Unbelievable! They wouldn't say die! That just shows that they didn't come to play. They really come to play here at the MCG tonight. We are back for another week of They Came to Play. My name is Limo Khan, the Hawks, and we are just a few days away from footy. There's been one game in nine, one round in nine months. Tess Armstrong, hello. Hello, my Tigers are about to make their glorious return and the best news of the week is that Mason Cox won't be playing. So suck on that, everyone. Tigers for the win. What are your thoughts? Hang on. What, you're, listen to you. Hello, Danny McGinley, oh, hello. by the way. And, and I think we should just scrap that round one and we start afresh. That's, we, I've been saying that for uh, a while. I think that's, no, I think that's silly. Why, why would you discount a full round of AFL football? Um, Tess. Are you a believer in karma? Um, yes, massively. But I might say that, like, I keep being like, ha, 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 you know, Mason Cox, the only other big issue for me is Brody Grundy. And so I'm not saying anything about the team that's currently picked. It's only, I'm only gloating about the person who's not even relevant to the conversation. And- so it's like four degrees of separation. Hey, why isn't Mason Cox playing this weekend? I think he had some kind of like surgery on his long body and it takes longer to recover because he's so tall. I don't know. I don't actually know. I think it was a surgery. How is that medical degree yeah. going, Jess? <laughs> uh-huh. that, that, that reminds me oh. once I, I test for a short period of time, I was a quasi expert on the tallest man ever, Robert Wadlow. And someone asked me how he died and I said he had an infection on his ankle, which is true. Uh, and... Um, and I said the problem was he didn't know it was infected because it took so long for the little pain bits <laughs> to get from his ankle to his brain. Yeah, that's right. On his medical he was eight chart. Foot away from the just, of an inch. What's, what's that in centimetres? I, I do not know what that is in centimetres. Oh, well, so not I, an expert. I, <laughs> I have no idea. No, but eight foot 11 and one tenth of an inch, he died at the age of 22, which was a real shame because when you get to nine foot, you get a letter from the Queen. <laughs> Uh, so he missed out on that. Um, so we will get to the games uh, and the teams specifically in a moment, but can I share my favourite headline from the week? Please. Uh, so Caro, yep. Monday night on Footy Classified. Footy Classified. Oh, isn't that, isn't that just a, a hotbed of, uh, of facts? It's a, well, it's a hotbed of headline making. That's... And she said... Um, there'll be crowds in Queensland. Yeah, she the, did say There'll that. be crowds yeah. at the footy yep. this weekend. And not 50 or 100, but 1,000 and maybe more than 1,000, mm-hmm. maybe up to 10,000. Uh, that's what Brisbane were looking at, according <laughs> to Caro. Uh, and then Anastasia Palaszczuk, the Queensland Premier, has come out and said, "But the, uh, no, that's not true. Ooh. That's not happening. I can't so, so something was said on footy, footy uh, classified and it wasn't 100% true. So, yeah, I don't <laughs> wow. Danny, can wow. contain yourself, and uh, <laughs> which led to my favourite headline in the Daily Mail. So we've got the chain of events. Okay. Caro says there are crowds. The Premier comes out and says, uh, no, there aren't crowds. 
the headline on the Daily Mail, Killjoy Queensland Premier shuts down AFL crowds. <laughs> Talk about a stitcher. <laughs> he was just sitting in her office. Nothing changed except this rumour about crowds. Uh, Tess, do you have any vision on this rumour? Do you know, was there any truth to it at some point in time? Oh, look, I have no idea. I trust Caro for all of, as opposed to the rest of the panel on that program, Caro is the only one that I probably would trust. But it is confusing because, of course, in this glorious federation, each state and territory can do whatever the hell they want, essentially. But it is tricky because um, obviously everyone wants to have crowds back at the footy. I did see that... um, Apparently, in Sydney, of course, they want to have they want to have crowds back, and they want GWS to be able to have crowds. But they were talking about doing something similar to what the NRL is doing and bringing in corporates instead of fans first. And look, corporates and sponsors give money to the game, whatever, but they only get a good game because there's crowds. As if that's fair, it should be members, members first. I think longest serving members or like some kind of ballot or something like that. If you can only bring in a few people, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it has to be the loudest person. That has to be the rule. Yeah. Only the loud people get to go to the footy. And I think comedy should be considered as well because the fans can be heard when it's a small crowd. Yeah. If you can add a bit of comedy to the broadcast, yeah. just good quality heckling, really hone in on some weak spots with a couple of the players and generate some good laughs, then you should be allowed in. Yep, this, uh, I think this is a good call. All right, I think the AFL should just probably save itself a lot of paperwork. Just let us three go. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Simple as that. So, you know what I'm like? I'd end up barracking for any team. So I'm happy to be shuffled around the ground and um, I'm always happy to pick a favourite. Okay, even if it's uh, like a, a Collingwood-Carlton game? Um, Patrick Cripps. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can always get around Fine. Brett Rat, no, no, he's been killed. Don't worry. Um, I did have one other thing I needed to talk to you guys about this week, and it involves Queensland, of course, because uh, the Eagles and the Dockers have landed. They're all in Queensland ready to go um, with their fantastic hub, and it was fun. It was like like the Beatles, although it wasn't the crowd of people at the airport, but they came off the plane. They were, like, waving. There's children. Like, it was very exciting. And there was an amazing story that happened that um, the hotel that they're, stay- that they're staying at is called the Royal Pines and um, that's where the hub is. And two ambulances were called because staff, staff had suffered smoke inhalation because they'd been stuck in the lift. And then two staff members were taken to hospital just before the Eagles had arrived. And then five ambulances ended up having to go because the, there was a fire in the elevator shaft. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, Last year, five eagles got stuck yes. in a lift. Remember that in Melbourne? Yes. <laughs> like, they um, did. Oh, I think a lot of They Came to Play fans were well aware of that story, uh, Tess, because I believe that led to the conversation, who would you like to be stuck in a lift with? That's right. What was Tess's answer again? I think she wanted all of the players named Jack. Oh, uh, at Richmond because there's a lot of Jacks. Yeah, yeah. And, and they were going to decide which one was the best. How, how again, Tess? <laughs> I have no comment. I have no Tess. comment. <laughs> I believe, and Danny, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe Tess said quite innocently in inverted <laughs> commas that she would be willing to conduct a jack-off. 
Well, she made it sound very innocently, but yeah, you know, we were in the room with her. With her, ladies, yes. there was there was a very furrowed brow, <laughs> an intense look. Sounds <laughs> um, worse in retrospect. Anyway. anyway, so I did have to laugh, but there was a similar West Coast incident. I was like, oh my god, haunted. The, the West Coast Eagles. I tell you what, don't ever, don't visit. The uh, Empire State Building with the West Coast Eagles. You don't want to get stuck in that lift. Um, so, and, and Tess, also, isn't it the case, they have taken wives and kids yes. uh, with them yep. and girlfriends in some cases, um, and Fremantle have got no partners and no kids. <laughs> Which of those two scenarios would you find preferable Danny McGinley? Uh, am I going with my family or with one of uh, West Coast Eagles family of my choice? Oh, no, no, you're <laughs> having to take your own family or or not. Would you rather be an eagle or a docker? Uh, see, if you could just take you, if I could just take my wife, then hell yeah, of course I would do that. Because <laughs> my wife doesn't wake me at 6am by kicking me in the face. <laughs> right, yes, uh, I get it. I would, oh, oh. But then you got to, if you're a docker, you got to hang out with Nat Fife. So, oh, come on. <laughs> Nat Fife's a lovely bloke. He's a bit of a hippie. He's a bit, hey, well, okay, I'll, let me, before you make your decision, yeah. I'll put a couple of things to you. How difficult was it for you to continually tell your kids during lockdown that the local playground was closed? Uh, no, my, my, they sort of got it. They, you know, because they, they not, weren't going to school as well, so they knew right. that something was up. Could you imagine living a ten-minute walk from Sea World, Movie World, <laughs> and all the other worlds, and having to say to your kids every day they're closed? I'm sorry, you can't go. Yeah, yeah. it's not happening. Plus, you're in lockdown, so you don't. As a single person, you don't get to do all the things that you know people imagine would be fun to do. Yeah, as in go out with your mates, have drinks and blah, 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 because you're in lockdown. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking, look, I'd love to go half and half. I'd love to take the wife and kids for the first half and then send them home. <laughs> Can I get a transfer to the Dockers after two weeks, Tess? <laughs> Would that work? I think that'd work. It's, so, it's going to be so interesting to see. We'll be out of track, guys, Whether which is the more successful choice. We've never had such a good experiment before. Well, we're going to oh, track yeah. two teams and yeah. what happens and who's who seems the most tired? Are you more tired because you've been out all night living a single life or are you more tired because you have children that kick you in the face? It's a great experiment. <laughs> it's an interesting thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just put a spanner in the works of your science there. Uh, there is the, the small fact that the Eagles are much better than the Dockers at the moment. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a slight issue. But we've got we can just compare yeah. it to expectations. That's true. Did they exceed expectations of go below? And, Danny, you mentioned uh, kicking in the face. Yeah. Um, which made me think of Toby Green and what it must have been like for his parents. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> wonder he's <laughs> so angry. Did, did you both watch uh, the Big Freeze entries from the players yesterday? I watched a couple of them, and this might be controversial. But I, I think the Big Freeze... Great cause. At no point should we stop supporting Fight MND. We need something new. I'm bored of I, Big Freeze. You know what? I Yeah, yeah, that, I mean, it is controversial. <laughs> <laughs> keep fighting MND. I, I just suggest like maybe a, a Birdman rally. 
would be more Oh, fun. look, I'd be supportive of the Birdman rally, make, oh, yeah. no, make no mistake. I think taking it away from the G made it hard. Oh, yeah. And, I, you know, I thought some clubs, I thought Brisbane were great. What did they do? The Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin dress-ups with Mitch Robinson and Dane Zorko. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, Sydney Swans were good. There was a slide into a tub. Bradley Hill did a slide into a tub for St Kilda. That was good. But aside from that, the players just kind of dressed up and stood in ice baths or ice buckets. Yeah. And it was like, yep. nah, yeah, that just kind of, I don't know, I'm not feeling the buzz. Shout out to Gold Coast because Brandon Ellis, um, former but always in our hearts Richmond player, um, decided to kind of, they pretended, classic, oh, it's too hot on the Gold Coast to find anywhere that's cold. Anyway, so instead he made Kalinda Howarth, who was Oh, yeah, Gold Coast, good. who works at SeaWorld, yes. um, dive in as a penguin into the penguin enclosure. <laughs> that was pretty funny and looked kind of cold. I kind of like that. Oh, that's good. That's good yeah, that was cool. That, that was cool. And Jack Revolt did a pretty good slide. Yeah, he was Richmond. Harry with Megan and baby. Yeah. Um, that was pretty funny. If people want to feel cold and um, they can just come to Ballarat, maybe all the games that weekend should have to be played in Ballarat. In the middle of winter at the stadium. Or maybe we do Challenge Maybe we do a special hobo, a Tassie round. Everyone goes down to Tassie. That's a good idea. The big, the big freeze. That's right. Dive into the ocean down there. The big freeze could be you have to, you have to play a game at uh, Launceston or Hobart. You're just not allowed to have a shower afterwards to warm up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the the memories of no uh, po- no post match shower. Uh, okay, so. Should we go through? Go through the rankings. Now, we're going to do yeah. it by, we found uh, an article here by on Fox Sports. We're not going to rank them by what I found on Useless AFL Stats, one of my favourite Facebook oh, pages. Yeah, great. They rank the team's mascots by altitude. Oh, I see. I like it. And the, let's the, go through it that way. The thing that the thing that well, I thought was controversy. I already did this ladder with my six year old uh, by altitude, by altitude and height and stuff. Right. And who would you put on top for altitude uh, height? Well, it's either going to be a hawk or an eagle. I'm guessing you are wrong. Uh, a crow. Crow. Yeah, but it's still a magpie. No, get no. Get, get your head out of uh, birds. Hang on. Goes up like a lion, like a mountain lion. No, 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 like like a like a bomber can fly. Oh right, bomber. Uh. All right. Well, the question is, where do you put uh, saints and power? Are they above the sun? Well, no, saints are up, up, up. <laughs> Look, if you're buying into the whole saint thing, you're buying into heaven. Heaven. So to me, the saints are above the bombers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put the saints above the bombers, yeah. but I put power above all of them. Well, no, to me, the power I'd size of a power pole. Oh, really? That's the height I'd give them <laughs> for the power. I'd give them the socket in the wall, so pretty low down the list. Wow. All uh, right. Okay. So, well, let's go through the teams according to altitude. Okay. According to useless AFL stats. Useless AFL stats. Thank you. Well, they, uh, they had suns on top. Oh, the suns, of course. Yeah. God, the birds are way down this list. Yeah, I know. It's- okay. <laughs> so, see, I would still even – I mean, we're getting into a ridiculous argument here, but is heaven above the sun? No, because whenever you oh, see, well, we know the heavens in this in this stratosphere, isn't it? According to the pit, according to the realistic pictures I've seen, yeah. in my in my uh, childhood Bible. Media. 
<laughs> you do t- tend to get yeah some sunlight in heaven. So I'm guessing sun I'm is gonna, above. While we're talking, I'm going to Google at what altitude is heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Is good and look, it's great the way you put the typing sound effects just in. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At what altitude is heaven? Heaven. Uh, what, what do we got here? New scientist. Uh, where uh, are we going with you? United Nations got a thing on that. Uh, uh, no, it's the <laughs> Ho- Hofstra Chronicle. Oh, the Hofstra Chronicle. Yeah, yeah, great, great newsletter. <laughs> All right, we'll find out in just a moment. Um, but let's do the Gold Coast Suns anyway. All right. Do you reckon they could win a game? Yeah, I think they could. I reckon they're going to surprise us this year, the Gold Coast Suns, and win more than, well, there's only 16 games left, but I think they will win uh, more than one. I'm, I'm excited to see uh, uh, Noah Anderson and, um, and uh, Rao, what's his name, Rao, uh, play. Help me out with his first name, Tess. I'm sorry, who? I'm sorry, what? Yeah. You mean the... the Matt Rao. Matt Rao, yeah. the number one draft pick from last year. Oh, this is why we've never heard. I said I'm excited about? to see Noah Anderson, the number two draft pick from last year, and son of former Hawthorne superstar Dean Anderson, oh. and the number one draft pick, Matt Rao. Are you telling me that Essendon's Dean Anderson played for Hawthorne? <laughs> I don't even remember (laughs) that, which is really problematic because um, I kind of feel like that draft was 150 years ago. Yeah, Yeah. it it nearly was. Uh, Matt Matt Rao uh, announced his retirement last week. He's 35. Still, though, one of Gold Coast's best ever players. (laughs) They've taken him in as a life member. Uh, So... I hope that the Gold Coast Suns are okay because, you know what, if they have a terrible year, are the Jungle Drums beating for the Gold Coast experiment to be pushed into the ocean uh, and farewell as it floats off to Norfolk Island? Yeah, it, it, definitely Tasmania are getting louder and louder for, mm. for the Suns to be, to be extinguished. <laughs> yeah. But I would say keep the Suns there. Whenever a club dies, it's very sad and we're only going to live to regret it. It's like a free hit year, really, I do think, because the AFL's going to be so keen not to lose any clubs because they've said they won't lose any clubs because of corona that I really do feel like if you do badly this year, you have such a valid excuse, like the pandemic, the ones in the lifetime pandemic happened, and so then you get an extra year. So really they've got two years up their sleeves before any kind of Um, jungle drum, I think. You could well be right there, Tess, but I hope they win a few games. So I'm telling you a couple of games... But they're going to finish 17th or 18th, aren't they? Let's be honest. And they are 18th on the power rankings, according to Fox Sports. Uh, who's next, Danny? Yeah. All right. Well, so they're, they're, so they're top of altitude yep. and bottom, bottom of the ladder. Bottom of the power rankings. The okay. irony. Uh, second in altitude is uh, the Bombers, according to Useless See, I, I would have had the Saints. But anyway. It's it, well. It, they've put it. Their, their logic here, just put, going by this graphic, they've put cloud. They've gone that a bomber can fly higher than a cloud, where and saints sit on clouds. No, I don't think that's where saints. Are. Yeah, I don't know where. Sorry, oh. but I'm not. I'm fact ABC fact checking. The Hofstra Chronicle is giving us no information. Well, they're they're saying the top of a volcano. That makes no sense. God. <laughs> All right, I'm anyway, going to ignore all right. that. Where, where do we think three bombers will go this uh, well, year? 
on the on the power rankings, they are twelfth, and yeah, I I get the feeling that's about right uh, for the Bombers. I don't know. I'm just not. They've got a great list, yeah. but I just worried. Like all of the rumors you hear is that John Warsfold is pretty much out the door. He is completely well, checked out of being the coach, and Ben Rutten's fully taken over. Yeah, but that's not been announced. It just seems. Look, dare oh. I say, the culture seems to be bad. I mean, we don't know this, but you can't go into a season with two senior coaches, <laughs> which is what they're doing essentially. Yeah, uh, which I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, it's no way to run a football club. Uh, I'm going to put them. Actually, in. Do, you, do you remember the last time they had two senior coaches in the one box? Uh, let me. Was it James Heard? James Heard and Bomber Thompson. And Bomber Thompson. Did that work out well? How'd that finish up? <laughs> Bomber Thompson trying to type a few blue teams <laughs> from, his, from his part of the deal. Uh, yeah. So Essendon, um, no finals footy for Essendon this year. I'm the most keen to see. I don't really care about Essendon as a general rule, um, but I am very keen to see Joe Danaher play well again in some form. So even if he has to come back and like, eh, like get better and then end up going to Sydney or whatever, but when Joe Danaher is playing well, it's so fun to watch him play footy that I just that's all I want out of Essendon's year. I I have them finishing fourteenth, but hopefully Joe Danaher coming back into form. Yeah, I do you know what this I'm I'm very suspicious right now, Limo, because uh she's talking about wanting to see a young key forward do well who might be he's linked basically to Sydney. Mm. Do you just smell uh a, a Tigers sort of poaching scenario here? Uh it'd be a classic Tigers move. It would be, yeah. Just to swoop in and thieve someone from Tom Lynch. Tom Lynch, yeah. you just feel a Tom Lynch scenario. I don't even want to engage in this kind of barbary. Barbs back and forth because Hawthorne steal every player in the world that's like in a grave and then bring them back to be a Brownlow medalist. So I don't need any accusations to us. Plus, we don't need a gun her. I say you hate us because we perform miracles. We <laughs> hate you because you're underhanded. <laughs> Where are miracles in We altitude? hate both of you because you're successful. Uh, all right. <laughs> Let's get back to the altitude rankings. All right. We're on to St Kilda now. Okay. The Saints because they're on clouds or beneath the Bombers. I disagree, but anyway, mm. uh, I think the Saints, I, you know what? I, I'm predicting the Saints are going to do something this year. Yeah, I think Brett Ratton's going to be great. I think Bradley Hill is going to be awesome. I think Ruffy in the coach's yeah. box is going to make a difference. So I think they're going to, won't play finals, push for a final spot. Um, but I'm excited to see Bradley Hill out there running around. Yep, I'd agree with for that. For the Saints. Yep. Um, Love Brett Ratton, and I think everybody wants him to do well. Jury's out for me on Jaron Geary. He is still their captain. I feel like it's a bit weird, but whatever. You don't know what is going on or what people do that you don't see that they do. But I love, I love St Kilda. I want them to do well. I want their teams to finally that team to finally win a bloody premiership. And it would be pretty funny if they won it in a year that no one could go. Similarly to Melbourne, but that's just my because my final St Kilda. That's why I'm cheering for St Kilda and Melbourne this year. I want a St Kilda Melbourne grand final (laughs) 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 when no fans can buy. That's cruel, right? I'll get struck down for that. Uh, Okay, so who's next on the attitude ladder? Port Adelaide Power, who I would put above all because that's power. It's not just electricity, it's all power. How do they justify power being above all the birds? Uh, They, well, I. Engines have power, and that gets the bombers up there. 
So, well, hang on, look, they, yeah, on that logic, they should be above the Saints. I know. I put them at the top of my lap. Power is above but everything. That, but on their, their own logic. Yeah, they also ranked by mass on the other half of this axis. Uh, so uh, they were okay. at the bottom for mass, but they were high for altitude. Anyway, uh, okay. welcome to They Came to Butcher Science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Port, well, my favourite player uh, is back for Port again, Sam Powell Pepper. So I just really watched to see him play. Yeah, yeah. No, I think Port, I think Port will do very well. So 150th year. Koshi uh, mm. has put a firecracker up Ken Hinckley saying you, if you don't win it, you're out. I think he put a firecracker up Eddie as well because yeah. they've been – Oh, they've been up They've gone head-to-head on the prison bar jumper. Yeah, that's <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Like, why? What's why they've done? Well, because obviously Port no. won't wear it when they play Collingwood. <laughs> no, I don't see any issue with them wearing it when they're playing any other team. But what if? What if the? I was going to say, what if the Crows wore Bulldogs colours? But they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what if Central Districts in the SANFL got into the league and they yeah. wore they wore our thing? Well, look at EPL, Manchester United, and Liverpool wear the same jerseys. They and you can you can, you get over it. You can work yeah. it out. Yeah, who cares? Well, you want it to be a national game, and like every state has a huge amount of history, and South Australia has such an amazing footy history. It just seems so weird that every other team like just has to suck it up, but Collingwood don't have to suck it up. Like just, it's almost like Eddie and Koshy have a vested interest in uh, in <laughs> AFL staying at the top of the headlines. Right. Yeah. Uh, and also I'm looking for, I believe uh, the cash cow is going to play a more prominent role at Port Adelaide this year as well. Well, so. it does wear black and white. Uh, uh, yes. There could be yeah, issues yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so look out for the cash cow leading the team out on weekends and uh, and standing in the circle singing the song at the end of games. Uh, Daddy, who's next on the altitude rankings? It has the Hawks here. Now, who would fly higher than a Hawk or an Eagle? I thought Eagles were had a bigger altitude. I, I'm I going to the assume they've done their research. Okay, Hawks. The next. Mighty Hawks. Well, how long have we got? Well, uh, not much. We're, okay, uh, move on to the Eagles. And I'm excited <laughs> about Nick Nat coming back. What's here. interesting to me is that a lot of people have gone, weird season, interrupted, we haven't ever seen it before. How's it going to play out? And then I've seen a few commentators say, oh, this is perfect for Clarko. Yeah. Because he's the lateral thinker. He's a statistician. He'll get his head around all these weird scenarios better than everyone else. Uh, so that gives the Hawks a big advantage. On that basis, Mick Moldhouse moved Hawthorne from outside of his top eight preseason into the top eight. In fact, he moved them to fifth in his revised top eight. Is there any truth to the rumour that Alastair Clarkson was seen around Wuhan, uh, <laughs> possibly in a lab, uh, cultivating right. some 5G into a pangolin? No. <laughs> well, we're going to change our name to the Hawthorne Pangolins uh, for a while. <laughs> but we're, we're sticking with Hawks. Uh, we are being, the club is now being sponsored, though, by Wet Market uh, in the Wuhan <laughs> province. So, so I look, I'm excited about the Hawks. Don't get me started because I'll be here forever. But yeah. just to see Sam Frost and uh, Big John Patton uh, run out is going to be um, exciting for me. And Tom Mitchell. And Jarman Impey is about fit as well. And Jager O'Meara got to whack in the chops. He's got a fitness test uh, before the weekend. Hopefully he's okay. What nickname are you going to give Sam Frost? Are you going to go the Bachelorette or the uh, Bachelorette? Yeah, or well, just Frosty the Snowman. Frosty the Snowman. The Ice Queen. The, I, I like the Ice Man. 
the Iceman cometh. Yeah, so I might go with Iceman just for something slightly different. But um, Tess, how are you feeling about Hawthorne this year? <laughs> Don't answer. No comment. No, I can't wait to yeah. see the, um, the wet market sponsors be the first ones. The back Wuhan Hawks. They'll be setting up a stall outside the MCG uh, when we play our first game. See, there. Not only do they thieve players, they thieve Port Adelaide's China experiment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Danny, how, what do you think? How do you think Hawthorne's going to go this year? You'd be excited about the Hawks. You love good footy. Oh man, I am so excited because this is the perfect scenario where Hawthorne fans are getting cocky, and uh, you are you haven't won a finals for five years, and uh, and yeah, I, I like a bit of hubris. Okay, Danny. Next up on the altitude ranking, I'm guessing it's Eagles. Then it is the Eagles. Next, yes, yes. Uh, after the Hawks, now. On the power rankings, uh, the Eagles come in at our fourth on the power rankings, just ahead of the Hawks. They're currently on 152.9%. Uh, uh, okay. That is was this, a fairly convincing start to the year. Is that coming from NASA? From, what is that? <laughs> from them. Uh, oh, look, I think the Eagles are going to be really good again. But I just think this interrupted start of the year for them, if anything, is going to work against them and just make their season a little bit harder. Uh, they're away on the Gold Coast, which sounds like fun. <laughs> but I think if you're in a hub, it would suck. So, uh, but I think they'll definitely play finals footy, but I'm not tipping them to be challenging uh, for the flag. Can't wait to see Nick Nat back. Um, one thing I did get to do over the summer was read his kids' book and buy it for my nephew. It's cute as heck, so if you haven't seen it, you should definitely get Get on that. I'm a big fan of them all writing kids' books. I'm not going to lie. And but considering he may have to babysit all of the children that are currently at the hubs on the Gold Coast, lucky he wrote a book. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you call it babysitting. He calls it marketing hour. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, is a, uh, he is a joy, isn't he? I did enjoy his tweet last week. Did you say that one about Black Lives Matter? That was uh, oh, uh, Yeah, he said, <laughs> he said to people who are saying all lives matter, that's like going to a breast cancer fundraiser and saying all cancers matter. And he said, but anyway, what do I know? I'm just saying that as a black man. <laughs> nice. Nice, Nick Nat. After the Eagle, who soars highest? Uh, they've got the Crows and the Magpies together. So, Oh, this would cause a lot of issues in South <laughs> Australia. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, well, let's go. Uh, oh, well, the Magpies are Collingwood, of course. So not as many issues. <laughs> well done, Lima. As I would have God, I was, see, you can take a boy out of South Australia. You can't take South Australia. Collingwood, power ranking three, just ahead of the West Coast Eagles. And I think they're going to be awesome again. I just feel like they're in a real sweet spot at the moment. Yeah. Um, and they've got a super strong midfield. Uh, they've got a pretty potent forward line. I, I think they'll be there. In the second to last week of September, I don't think they'll be there in the last week. That's my early tip. Okay. I reckon Collingwood might struggle. They're being asked more of psychologically than any other team in that everyone's had the interrupted season. Yeah. Everyone's got all. But Collingwood lost a grand final by less than a kick, heart-wrenching circumstances. Yeah, yeah. They lost a prelim by less than a kick, heart-wrenching yes, circumstances. Yes. That weighs on your mind. And then to have an interrupted season, and they absolutely dominated the Bulldogs uh, in round one with help from the umpires, mm. uh, but they oh. definitely deserve to win. Uh, oh, mate, have you rewatched that round one? The, no. I reckon if you, I do a hey, drinking hang game. On. Did you just ask me if I've rewatched the round one game between Collingwood and the Western Bulldogs? Is that what you just asked? Yeah, I just asked that, yeah. <laughs> you are 
have nothing else on. <laughs> yeah, I got, no, I got. I mean, I've got spare time, but I would need a lot more spare time <laughs> to be forced to watch that. The, uh, the I do a drinking game with it for every Collingwood free kick, where they say there's not a lot in that. Uh, oh. I drink a whole bottle of whiskey. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to look up now what the free what was the free kick count in that game, Danny? Uh, horribly one sided. Yeah, well, I'm having a look right now. <laughs> oh, the stats are going to be embarrassing. Uh, 12 to 19 in favour of Collingwood. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Back. <laughs> and they tried to even it up after uh, that time. So oh. I think it was 19 to 1 at one stage. Oh, stop it. So, uh, hey, you haven't, you fully admitted you haven't watched it. So, yeah, yeah, I can well, get away sure. with this. I just, I'm just taking a contrary view no matter what well tess armstrong let's hear your thoughts on what you think collingwood will be mm. like but then i have a, a bit of an intriguing story oh. about Collingwood. well i was going to say i uh, i thought you were going to say tess let's hear your thoughts on that round one match which was on my list danny of things to do during lockdown like learn a language and bake sourdough and stuff but i just never got around to any of them um so yeah. still there on the list but i have nothing to say about collingwood until friday morning um in which case i have a lot of opinions but i'll say nothing about them at all until friday over to you danny hang on okay. you've already sunk the boots into mason cox in a very unfair yeah, way the nicest blokes in the competition and tess armstrong has said i can't remember your exact words but something like i'm glad he's injured i'm glad he's sick i hope he never plays again yeah i hope he dies i'm gonna dance on his graves mm. all lives matter except mason cox except mason cox is here <laughs> check the tape check the tape <laughs> uh, what's what's your intriguing so you, tale? You guys know how uh, last year on the show I was telling you the history of the rivals. Yes. Now yes, I'm yes. doing a bit of that on Sammy J's show on ABC mornings. Right, love it. Yes. Uh, breakfast. Sorry. And uh, so I talked about uh, for those who, who don't remember the the Collingwood Richmond rivalry began with a guy called Dan Minogue who uh, yes. was Collingwood captain, dominant, one of the best players of all time. Went off to World War One. Yes. Came back told them he wanted to play for Richmond. And then switch sides, yes. And no one knew why. There was a couple of theories that uh, maybe he served with some Richmond players in the trenches oh, and wanted yes. to go with them. I said that on Sammy J's show and then got an email through my website yes. from a name called Mark Bergen. Right. And Mark Bergen sent to me, uh, hey, Danny, you have your facts straight, but would you like to know the truth? Oh, I'm, no. I'm Dan Minogue's grandson. <gasps> Wow. Yeah. So you called him. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and and we chatted for about uh, half an hour and yeah. uh, and he said you can find out uh, the real reason by searching through Dan Minogue's old articles in the old newspaper the Sporting Globe. Right. And so and then I said, Well, you could also tell me. And he said, Yeah, I could. And so I did. <laughs> uh, he's, right. he told he said he was happy to he was coming back was going to play for Collingwood. Uh, there was one of his teammates, Jim Sadler, who was also a Collingwood player, went off yeah. to World War One. He yeah. came back with severe PTSD. Right. Uh, shell shock, as they used to as call it. As they called it, yes. And uh, the Collingwood coach, uh, Jock McHale, and the Collingwood president, uh, Copeland, I think it's Ern Copeland, yeah. uh, said, we have no room for weak players. <gasps> and cut him out for having PTSD. Oh, really? And uh, Dan Minogue, natural leader, uh, was outraged that they would leave an injured man behind. Yes. And so, and and, we, and Mark and I had a long chat about um, 
Collingwood uh, really embrace the Anzac spirit and are doing leaps and bounds about mental health with players at the moment. But in order to truly heal, they need to acknowledge, and probably all the clubs need to do this, Mm. need to acknowledge the mistakes that have been made along the way. And that was a huge mistake by Collingwood. Yeah. Uh, And and he made him pay by going to Richmond and winning several flags uh, there. But it's just, a, and I think that is something, yeah, we, we do need to talk about. We talk about uh, former racism in the game and, you know, racism that's still current in some sectors. Uh, mental health will be one that, yeah, we need to really acknowledge the mistakes we've done so we can move on. Yeah. Uh, and that's certainly an attitude that still exists in at least some small part today. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. God, I still get idiots who tell me that Tom Boyd was weak and right. I yeah, just yeah. I, I get so angry. I got thrown out of a corporate box once for uh, <laughs> getting quite angry. Well, hey, you're on the right side of history, Danny. I did uh, just before we're here, uh, Tess. Are you are you on your? Can you access Google, Tess? Because I want to show another cool thing Dan Minogue did. Can I access Google? Yeah, you, are you able to just Google something <laughs> on your phone? Have you, have you heard of it? Yeah, <laughs> hasn't reached Ballarat yet. But uh, all right, um, he. There, I want you to look up UrbanDictionary.com and look up squibs. 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 S Q U I B S. Now I'll tell you the tell you why in the meantime, uh-huh. uh, Lemo. There was an article in the Sporting Globe by Dan Minogue yeah. about when he was the coach of Carlton, how he got them to fire up against Collingwood in a semi final oh, and yeah. win by about a hundred points. And he said that he told the Carlton players after they had lost to Collingwood during the year that Collingwood had referred to some of the Carlton players as squibs. And that fired up the Carlton players. Right. So I looked up squibs on urbandictionary.com. Now, Tess, can you read the definition of squib on urbandictionary.com? I can. An AFL player who meets the following criteria. A, has little to no intestinal fortitude, in brackets, guts. B, lacks intelligence without even knowing it, but without is two words, so this person is a squib. C, lacks accountability. D, is just a general moron. Brett Thornton is the definition of a squib. That is. Well, that is. Isn't that harsh? They singled out Brett Thornton <laughs> as the definition of a squib. That does, does feel a little bit harsh. Uh, but hey, what a legacy for Brett Thornton to have. So, hey, with the AFL cracking down on anti, you know, on, on inflammatory language by the fans, let's bring back squibs. I love squib, the term. So I'm going. In fact, I'm going to write that down. It's the squibs. Yep. Uh, beautiful. And the and that team was coached by Minogue. Minogue. So Carlton coached by Minogue. He coached a few teams. Coached Hawthorne uh, at times. And uh, did he coach uh, Carlton to a premiership over Collingwood? I don't know off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah. Okay. Could be around 1936. Oh Not yeah, exactly that was sure. the famous. Uh, that was the Brewery Grand Final. That was wasn't it? the yeah, Brewery Grand 1936. Uh, okay, very good. So that's who's next, Danny, on our altitude list? Uh, to, oh, the Crows, of course. Oh, right, yes, sorry, the Crows. So on the power rankings, uh, bad news for the Crows, they are sitting 17th. Really? Yes. On a the team power that made a grand final th- within three years. Uh, in 2017, yeah, I know. That, what a fall from grace for the Adelaide Crows. I suppose you lose Eddie Betts. Uh, gonna... We had two players punching on at training. Yeah. And they really threw punches too. Like they landed some blows. Well, King William Street's been closed. They're probably just lacking a <laughs> place where they can just where go they can and lash out. Blocks. Hindley Street's open. I mean, that's where that's where it all happened. <laughs> oh, that's what I meant. Hindley Street. Damn it. Sorry, I didn't know my Adelaide geography. 
Come on. King William Street's where the tram goes. <laughs> Hindley Street gets evil after King William Street. Hindley, Hindley Street has its moments. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> it really does. Uh, yeah, the Crows are just in all sorts at the moment. They are really struggling as a uh, as a footy club. Eddie Betts, of course, has gone back to Carlton. Uh, so the, you reckon the, 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 the showdown this week will be an absolute thumping by Port? But it never is. No. Regardless of where the teams are. So, no, I don't think it'll be a thumping. I think it'll be close-ish. Port will probably win by three or four goals is my tip. Okay. But I think Port are probably, at the moment, a eight, nine-goal better team Ooh. than the Crows. Um, I feel like they get a free hit at it. New coach gets a free hit. Matthew Nix, first time at it. Rory Sloan getting a go at being the captain all by himself. I feel like they were socially distancing before it was cool, way back in their power stances. <laughs> it will work for them. Who knows? So, yeah, but I don't think it's going to be a great year for the Crows. Um, Next is uh, GWS. Giants stand taller than just under where birds can fly, although they've got the swans at sea level, I suppose, because they swim in the sea. Yep, fair yeah, yeah, right. Okay. So yep. uh, the Giants, number two on the power rankings. Yeah, will uh, they? They dismissed Geelong pretty easily in round one. Uh, they did. I, I just think if ever it's going to happen for GWS, it's this year. I just feel like, I mean, they've got um, they've got talent from top to bottom. But um, do teams get thumped like that in the grand final? Yeah. and come back from it. And come back. From you look it. at like the last. Well, you look at Port in two thousand seven. They oh were shit for ten years. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. We've had a good run with grand finals. I suppose uh, the last shellacking was probably well, Hawthorne beating Sydney. We thumped Sydney. Oh, no, hang on. Crows, beating, Crows getting thumped by Richmond. Yeah. There we go. Crows getting thumped by Richmond. But Hawthorne thumped Sydney and they were back in the grand final two years later. Yeah, yeah. Look, I just think they've got a lot of young talent there and I would not – they've got too much talent to be written off. Yeah, I say. So I reckon I'm going to put them in the grand final again. They're my first grand finalist of our, wow. of our countdown. Oh. Huge. Uh, Tess, how do you do the Giants season? I feel like I have a biased view, um, but that I think they'll go the way of Adelaide after that we bump them in the grand final and be irrelevant for a little while. <laughs> oh, right. So... You're the, you're the club that thumps teams into irrelevance. Is that it? Yeah, they go away and have a good look, hard look at themselves. That you can have all the talent you want, but unless you can like all play <laughs> as a team, it doesn't matter. It doesn't get you anywhere. But when they play well as a team, yeah. it's quite good. You know, I love Phil Davis. Phil, footy's Phil, and I like Stephen Cornelio, and I'm glad he's the captain. And so, who who knows? But I don't. I never ever buy into the Giants really. So I will just. Wait and see. No, they, they, when they fire up, they can be really good anyway. Yeah, they can indeed. Who's next on their altitude ranking? Well, what do you think's taller, a tiger or a lion? I'd say a tiger. Yeah, okay. Tigers are next. Yep. Yeah, uh, power ranking number one. Hey. There it is. The reigning premiers, the unbackable favourites for the flag. <laughs> if they don't win the flag, it is a waste of a season. Waste of a dynasty. It's the say. waste of a dynasty. Well, this is, this is their chance to be potentially compared to the Hawthorne team of Geelong. six years ago, the Geelong team and the Brisbane team of the early yep. 2000s. Yeah. The Bulldogs team of 2015. But those, is, those conversations will only happen if they win the flag this year, <laughs> yeah. which they're currently, as I said, unbackable favourites to win. Oh, definitely. But if they don't win it, well, they're just another... Team that got lucky. Which is another team that got lucky. Yeah, Bradbury. Stephen yeah, Bradbury. Yeah, Stephen Bradbury. 
twice, which is even more Bradbury. A couple of times. Yeah, he's a double Bradbury. Bradbury has an amazing story. And he worked so hard to get to that position and then those other idiots fell over and he was already going to win even if they hadn't fallen over. So get stuff with a lot of you. Now, I... That's some good revisionist history there, Tess. <laughs> he had an accident, recovered from that accident. He, like, broke most of his body in a car accident, then, like, recovered, then trained his ass off to get to the Olympics and then won gold. And then people were like, oh, what an idiot. He only won. Anyway... We're like Bradbury in that we were down and out as a team and as a club and then we came back and then we won and then Adelaide fell over at the last second when everyone thought they were going to win but turns out we were always going to win and if Bradbury had won four in a row or whatever, the thing would work better, the metaphor would work better, but still it's going to be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean there was no need for us to ask. Yes, no, so I'm feeling very good there. about it. Danny, yeah. what do you see happening with the title? I don't have them in the grand final, by the way. Really? Yeah. Are we still trolling? Yes. Are we just, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, look, I. No, I, of course I have them in the grand final because they're unbackable. Unbackable favourites. They will absolutely win it all. They won't lose a game, and I reckon they'll win the grand final by $10. <laughs> Anything short of that, and it is a failure. Yeah, yeah, and it'll, uh, yeah. it'll be, you know, I, I think, look, I'm just, I'm just very pessimistic about uh, the current world uh, that we're in. I, you know, probably Trump will get in again and the Tigers will win again. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, so, yeah, these bad things seem to yeah, yeah, they do happen. Yeah. I can't wait to see Marlon Pickett spinning again. I'm looking forward to that. That's all I'll say. I've Actually, the other thing I'll say is the other day I was watching Oscar. <laughs> oh, okay. Except for these five, <laughs> the Brisbane Lions. Oh, the Lions. Uh, our, 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 our second favourite team. Our second yeah. team. Uh, they are ranked at eight on the Fox Sports power rankings. Yep. Um, I, I can see that. I can see them having a dip uh, just due to being a young side, and now they're the hunted, not the hunters. Well, they had a t- they had a tough. They've lost to Hawthorne, so again, a shortened season just makes it that into a little bit harder to get, give yourself a double chance. Yeah, but I believe, but I could also see them uh, getting fired up and going all the way. Mm. I, I could see, I could see them getting fired. I can't wait to see Grant Birchall run out for the mighty uh, Lions. Another hawk. Uh, moving up there for his retirement to the warmer weather, <laughs> trying to stave off some creaky bones uh, in the hotter climate. But uh, I think they'll definitely play finals footy. But yeah, I agree. I don't think I just got a feeling they're not going to quite deliver like they did. They're not going to finish second on the ladder. Is that, oh, that's where they were. Of yeah, they finished yeah. second last yeah, not year. Second. Uh, Tess, I'm going the opposite of you two. I think they had a dip. At the end of the year before last when everyone thought, oh, they're up and about and then they kind of crashed down and then they came back last year. And I really do think they all love playing with each other and they've got that good vibe thing happening that teams wish they could get Mm. but you don't get. And I feel like they'll finish top four for sure and then we'll see what happens. Oh, okay. Good gear. Well, they they certainly won the uh, big freeze (coughs) performances. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin, well done, team. Uh, who's next on Kangaroos. Oh. Kangaroos. See, now they, they've got – I really okay. believe in Reese Shaw. I've seen what he – every press conference he says, I really like – I want him to be my coach. Yeah, okay. Well, they're 10 on the power rankings. Okay, yeah. Look, he seems like he, he's really uh, adjusted to the role really well. The players love him. He's happy there. So – I can say – I think they'll make finals. Uh, I think Ben Brown is uh, too amazing 
to not uh, have a finals campaign in him. Whether they'll, mm. whether there's there's a lot of really great teams this year, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I like North, and I think you know Sean Higgins is probably in, this is his probably going to be his best year. Uh, Magic Dawes, such a good story. Uh, yeah, is, no, he, I, is Magic Dawes going to play though? Hasn't he just had an operation on a peck or something? Oh yeah, but like, he can recover from that. Have you seen him? He's, he's, these pecs are look. He's a, he's, he's a unit. These pecs are huge. But I'm just worried about him. <laughs> I'm going to put them where the power rankings have them. I'm going to say tenth for North Ooh, Melbourne. Okay. Uh, what, what do you think? I mean, the thing that makes me really happy about watching North is Jed Anderson, the former Hawk. Um, oh my God! Sake. <laughs> we put a moratorium on former players. Hey, he mentioned Higgins, so I can. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot Higgins. <laughs> I think I have a theory that when when North Melbourne, when Brad Scott got rid of Boomer Harvey before his time and didn't give him the send off that a club champion deserved, the footy club, the footy gods punished North Melbourne until Brad Scott was gone. They wouldn't rest until Brad Scott was gone. So Reshaw getting a proper go at it, I really do think he'll be amazing. And I do like North Melbourne. I think they have a bit of like fun about them. The young, tough players are quite fun to watch. And Ben Brown is hilarious and his slide outfit was quite good. He went aside sideshow Bob and felt the need to clarify that his big cardboard knife was fake. And so that is just lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'll play finals, but I think they'll be the team that just misses out on finals and comes back next year. Yeah, yeah I agree. I think they'll just miss out as well. Uh, who's next, Danny? Uh, we've got the Bulldogs now. Uh, yeah, Western Bulldogs, power ranking nine, just outside of the eight. Ooh, previous rank four, and that's probably purely because we sucked in round one, although the umpires did help Collingwood. Oh, here we go again. We were oh pretty awful. Hang on, didn't Collingwood flog you? Yeah, 10 goals. Yeah, I'm not saying we would Hang won. on, so Tess, did you hear that? Danny's blaming the umpires in a 10-goal loss. <laughs> We've all been there. I think, I think the umpires kicked the goal. <laughs> you have said you didn't watch the game. You have no <laughs> leg to stand on here. Uh, but yeah, who the, who the heck knows? We could, you know, when the end of last year, we played so well. We're beating every team by ten goals. We beat Essendon by over a hundred. We kept them goalless for three, you know, three and a half quarters. <coughs> we had a, a even tussle with GWS for half a game and for three quarters of a game, really. And then we just tail between the legs, absolutely awful. Uh, so. It's so exciting. You never know what you're going to get. We are the box of chocolates team. <laughs> yeah, I kind of see the Bulldogs like that as well. It's a little box of chocolates. But I'm going to, I have them at nine where the power rankings have them. Tess, what do you reckon? I, I just find your team so confusing, Danny. Like you have, like you are, yeah. it is the box of chocolates thing, but it is so random that it can make me feel a bit seasick. Like every time I watch, I'm like, right. This is what we're getting, and then we get something completely different, and then my footy brain is like, what the, who the hell's that? Well, who's that guy, Aaron Norton? Remember that whole incident when he kicked nine goals and had, like, the best game ever and then went away? I just find it completely discombobulating. And so I think you'll probably finish ninth or tenth and have some amazing games and have some absolute shockers and we'll have this exact same conversation next year. But, Danny, I hope for you (laughs) you'll at least win the best hair awards for all your players fun here and all you've got enough you've got all the bailey so you've always got that oh that is yeah that does that does make a difference uh okay are the cats next on our the cats are next yeah the cats are next the power rankings they have them at seven i don't know i think the cats are going to struggle this year i'm gonna i actually have them out of the eight yeah me too 
Yeah. It's, they're just a bit too old. Yeah, and I think Hawthorne will touch them up Friday night down at Cardinia Park. You lose that, Josh Kelly. It's that'll be no the good. beginning of the end. Uh, Tim Kelly. Tim, Tim Kelly. Kelly. Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah, that'll be the beginning of the end this Friday night for the Catters. I disagree. You'll be shocked to know um, because they'll play almost every single game, I reckon, at Cardinia Park for the rest of the year. So they will make finals for sure. The issue for Geelong, I feel like when the, you've got a player in your team that's really good but doesn't want to be there, it's really dis- it's really unsettling. And so maybe it will be quite a good thing that he's gone. I know that that's what I say because all the good players used to leave my team and I used to have to go into the denial. But, um, I do think it can be good when players leave when they don't want to be there and then you get to see how all the players play with each other. They are older. They do need a ruck, a ruckman still. They always think they don't, but they probably do. And who knows? Like our Ablett maybe and Dangerfield, maybe Dangerfield will finally have the, you know, the best year at the Cats. And I kind of feel like he's the sort of person who deserves to have a flag, but, you know. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't know. They'll just be like, it's unfair, but. They'll definitely make the finals. You know they will because they'll play every game at home. Yeah, definitely make finals. Definitely right. make finals. Chuck that in the time capsule. Uh, yeah, so uh, who have we got next, uh, Danny? Is it a Swan? We're at the sea level now, so we're at uh, Swans. We've got uh, we've got four clubs to go, and I've got to pick my boy up uh, from school in about half an hour. Okay, so, so let's so let's, go. let's power through. Sydney Swans, I reckon they're going to have a shocking year. Yeah. Uh, and starting this Sunday at the SCG against Essendon. <laughs> You, oh, no, you reckon? Yeah. yeah, I reckon. What? Oh, full on. Uh, no, they're rebuilding. Rebuilding, I wouldn't say shocking because everyone is expecting them to drop down a bit. Isaac Heaney is going to going to go another level. He'll find yeah. another gear. Well, he's going to have to because there's no Buddy Franklin. Oh. Heaney's a star. I reckon once we get Buddy back, he'll have like an, a freakish amount of amazing games in a row, but they'll finish like 13th or 14th and be... Irrelevant to this year, but not next year. All right. Who's, who have we got next, Danny? Next we're up to uh, Carlton. Carlton Blues. Yeah. How, how do we get attitude of Blues? They did They did C-levels. Now, I would have put Blues like uh, just above. I have Melbourne at the bottom because Demons are in hell. Demons, yeah. And I put Blues just above that for depression. So, uh, yeah. But they've gone C-level. Yeah. The sea's blue. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the sky's blue as well, isn't and it? And weirdly, they've also gone Dockers at the bottom of C-level. I guess that's the anchor. Uh, but a docker works above the sea, you know, on the wharf. Yeah, so. true. So I would have I, – I agree the anchor's misleading. Yeah. But I would have had the docker on the wharf above sea yeah, level. agreed. So above Carlton. But anyway, Carlton's next. Uh, Carlton is next. Uh, yes. Okay. A <laughs> uh, lot of hope around Carlton. Uh, David Teague, again, much like Reece Shaw, uh, seems to have slotted in beautifully. Uh, I think Carlton might surprise a few people this year. I agree. I, I could see them uh, not not top four, but I reckon I reckon they'll play one final. And you're, you're putting Carlton in the top eight. I think we'll I put am. that in a time capsule. I think Nick Newman, friend of the show, has got uh, he's going to find another level, right? As, and yeah, Paddy Cripps. Uh, you know, this just everyone's talking about him as a Brownlow this year, and I, I actually want Carlton to be good. I know yeah. everyone else hates them. Sam, Sam Doherty back as well, which is a good super coach pickup because he uh, oh, there we go. He racks them up, let me tell you. I think I just think with uh, you know Richmond getting good, it's time to time to see Carlton good again. Heartily agree. I love David Teague. I'm strangely fond of Carlton, and I don't know where it came from. I think it's the women's team because I love the Blues women's team, and I think it's just like yeah. somehow tricked me into liking the men's team. But Patrick Cripps is awesome, and 
Doherty's awesome and they have lots of fun players and I hope they do well and Patrick Cripps wins a Brownlow. Oh, that is very – oh, not Dusty. You choose, you choose Paddy Cripps over Dusty, <laughs> Dusty for the Brownlow this year? Dusty will win every Brownlow by default, but if – like, you know how Basha Hooley is by Norm Smith, but Dusty's on the record. Dusty will sure. win it, but I hope Patrick Cripps wins it, you know? I, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Dockers are next? Dockers are next, yep. All right, okay. Uh, I think that uh, – I've just got a bad. I've got a bad feeling for some some of the new coaches this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. He I've, hasn't inherited a Porsche. He's, no, he has inherited a old beaten up EH Holden. I sixteen is their power ranking, and that's about where I have the Dockers this year. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, someone's got. And come also, up. they're starting the year up in Queensland. It's a tough four rounds. They've got Brisbane at the Gabba on Saturday. They'll get pumped, I reckon. Oh, yeah. I don't know about pumped. I don't think anyone's going to get pumped. Actually, do you know what a big factor is this year? How many injuries have you already? Oh, yeah, there'll be be lots of injuries in round one. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon, yes. So even though we're saying your team is probably going to not make finals, there's hope. There is hope that every (laughs) single good player will break their ankle in uh, in this first round. It's it's good to have that hope. Tess, where do you see Frio finishing up? Yeah, look, who the hell knows with the Dockers? Justin Longmuir, who knows? They get another free run at it. Nat Fife actually is the Brownlow medalist. Like, he's an amazing player and maybe a whole new reset of the club is quite good. I quite like Fremantle and I want them to do well so badly. So I'm kind of just willing it on. I want them to get there and beat West Coast in like in a final it would be amazing uh well that, that would be fun i'd love to see that remember um, remember 2015 we almost got the the yeah. derby grand final sorry um okay and the team lowest on the attitude demons the demons in hell which is fairly oh uh, yes demons oh they're disappointing god but again i want to take you to melbourne grand final so yeah. calm the days <laughs> I hope last year was the aberration and not 2018 was the aberration. Those those fans have suffered enough. They deserve a bit of, of joy. But, uh, again, when do you ever read about Melbourne in the papers? So I, I literally know nothing about this team at the moment. <laughs> we don't even know if they've started pre-season. <laughs> we have no idea. We have- Seriously, I, I know Max Gorn changed his hairstyle and Hutchie got annoyed. <laughs> that, was the big, that was the biggest one. <laughs> That's uh, boring. So- Getting leaked out of the club is concerning. That's how they came to play a preview of the season. And uh, uh, please, if you like the podcast, review it, recommend it to a friend. And uh, Danny, we've got up on the Facebook page. Yeah, we got to, we got a new we got a little ad that we made just uh, on our phones. It's not yes. you know it's not high production values, but um, if you could uh, share it around and show people because now that footy's back, we're hoping to get some of our some 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 more listeners on board. You yeah. know, it's uh, it's uh, their ISO production values. They are yeah, but we had a lot of fun uh, making it and uh, and look, there's some there's there's some topless action. If you if you're feeling excited, yep. I don't want to give too much away there. But, yeah. Uh, oh, and it's not of me, so calm down. Yeah. Uh, so Tess Armstrong, uh, thank you. Go Tigers tomorrow night at the G at the MTG. Uh, all right. Uh, my name is Lemo. Go Hawks. Go Dogs. <laughs>